0: well what's up rockers it's the newest installment of dead and lovely here with your rockin co-hosts it's me a heavy metal uncle ben
1: and me the butster oh wait holly oh, no. steve hey no oh, get out of here butster you're not on this show
0: i think that we sound about as metal as a lot of the metal in this movie does right
1: we do yeah hey heavy metal
0: <laughs> rockers <laughs> bang your heads <laughs> We're rocking out because today we are talking about one Trick or Treat from 1986, not to be confused with Trick or Treats or Trick or Treat.
1: Nope, not to be confused with either of those. This is a film that has so much to do with tricking and treating. Like That's like the <laughs> primary thing going on in this, I think.
0: It's really all about, yeah, the tradition of Halloween, going door to door, asking for yep. candy,
1: tricks mm-hmm. or treats. Yep.
0: <laughs> the title of this does not perform as advertised,
1: does it? No, no, but the poster is rad. And if it wasn't called trick or treat, the poster wouldn't make sense because it's a jack-o'-lantern, so... That's true.
0: It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. The poster is real sick in this. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Well, if you want to get straight onto the movie chat, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description, but I know you just got to get those socks and shoes off and hang out with your boys mm-hmm. and catch up with us and so on on this late installment of the show. Typically, the show releases earlier in the week than this, but I myself have been a traveling man and I'm here yeah. to tell you of my
1: voyages. Have you had a good week this week? Oh, yeah, man. I, I haven't been up to quite as many interesting things as you got up to. Uh, oh, oh, oh. mostly just talking about beer and selling beer so that's Ooh, yeah
0: a beer a, a beer merchant
1: you are <laughs> yeah, just monging beer man monging the <laughs> shit out of it well yeah. while you've
0: been beer mongering i have been once again on a voyage at sea i have completed a february worth of cruising i, I cruised my way through
1: february you year. did two cruises in two the cruises. month of february yeah, I mean, yeah. one doesn't fully count, because you were working. It was a work cruise, yeah. You on did ship happen rocked. to be on a boat, which is cool, but... Mm-hmm. Yes, mm, yes. You know, this year trade-off.
0: was one of them, them pleasure cruises like you hear about. Ooh,
1: Man, yeah.
0: it was a blast. Kate and I went on the very first ever Kevin Smith Cruise Askew <laughs> aboard the yeah. Norwegian Pearl, which I figured out while I was on there, I have played uh-huh. that boat before. <laughs> One of the first cruise, like, rock show gigs that I did was on that boat. Oh, man. Yeah, we were watching a uh, a trivia, like a pub trivia thing with Andy McElfrish and Brian O'Halloran from Clerks. Uh-huh. And I was looking at the stage, and I was like, I think I have been here before. And I went through my photos, and it was like, yep, 2017. <laughs> it was a photo of, like, <laughs> us setting up on that stage. And I was like, yep, I've been here before. <laughs> So, dude, it was such a good time. It was like a two and a half day, essentially like Kevin Smith slash podcast cruise. It was very, right. very mm-hmm. different than the, you know, hard rock, heavy metal bonanza cruise that I did earlier uh, in this month on Shiprocked. Right. It was a real different kind of vibe. It was really, really fun, man. <laughs> like, i I honestly didn't know going into it what my vibe would be like because for the past ten years... I've done one of these pretty much every year, you know, for work. Uh Uh-huh. And the idea of doing one for fun, like paying to go on one for fun, to relax or whatever, I was like, I don't know if I can shift gears like that, you know? Right, Uh, yeah. But Kate really wanted to go. I really wanted to go. Man, we definitely wanted to go uh, in honor of Brandon, man. Brandon would have lost his mind over this if he was here for it. So it was like, all right, you know, we're going to do it. It's like 10 days after I get back from Shiprock, but whatever, we're going to do it. Dude, it was such a blast, and the the mode that I found myself in. And if you've ever experienced this, you know it because it's a very specific kind of feeling. But like, it reminded me of, like, let's say you've had a long job, like you've worked at a place for a while, and then you quit, and then you go back to that job. Yes, like just to shop or pick up a pizza or whatever. Uh, I was,
1: th- yeah, I was thinking this exact thing when you were talking about going back to the same cruise ship vibe. you worked. Yes, yes, <laughs> like straight up. What? Yeah, because it it's really... like you're used to being able to like walk in there and just walk around and do everything, and now you're the customer. Yeah, now I'm you're the customer like, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed it's behind so the counter. Weird. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is really strange, man. It took me probably at least a day and a half, which is like half of the cruise, to. Fully just be like, I'm off the clock here. I can yeah. just relax. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to look at a schedule or keep track of where I'm supposed to be at what time. Like, I don't have to be in business mode and like keeping my game face on and talking with fans and all that stuff. It's like, oh, right. I can just chill. This is really, exactly. really different. It, it reminded <laughs> me honestly of like after I quit Walmart and I'd go back into Walmart to shop or whatever. And right. I'd be like compulsively wanting to, you know, straighten up stuff on the shelves. And it's like, oh, I don't have to do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's not my job anymore.
0: <laughs> it was really fun, man. It was incredibly quiet. That was one of the things that I loved about it, especially coming off a of shipwrecked, which is like loud music twenty four seven, super intense. Like everybody on Cruise Askew was super introverted podcast fans i mean everybody was so nerdy and so sweet like dude they had two different script readings up on the top deck. oh yeah so okay and it was i think like a 2300 person boat so you had like thousands of people up here on the top deck of the ship you know it was like i don't know eight thirty at night you know so uh-huh. typically right when all the party is really starting on these things and I've never experienced fucking 2,000 people sitting there silently listening to people on a stage read a script at them and
1: love it. And loving it. I love it. That's so dorky. It was so fucking dorky, man. Let's go out to the middle of the ocean. And then just have a script reading silently.
0: I loved it. Like, I had such a great time. It was really, really, really fun, man. They had all kinds of, like, games and trivia and shit like Uh, that. But I think the thing that made this so different is whenever you do a music cruise, everybody is there for something different. Uh-huh. You know, some people are there because, like, oh, I love this band. Oh, I hate this band, but I really love this band, so that's who I'm here for. People are there mm-hmm. for different bands. Right. But in the case of this, it's like everybody was there for the same reason. We all love yeah. Kevin Smith. We're there to nerd out and talk about Clerks and mall rats and Chasing uh-huh. and It's like everybody was there with a united purpose. So everybody was super chill, man. And another thing I, I really appreciated about it is how respectful everybody was to the talent. Because... I mean, you'd, you'd have Ethan Suppley and um, you know Jeff Anderson, Kevin Smith, and all these people just walking uh-huh. around the boat because we're yeah. we're all there.
1: <laughs> and that uh, Ethan Suppley's a real big dude.
0: Dude, he's jacked. <laughs> he's jacked. He's as fucking fuck. jacked, yeah. man. <laughs> but you know, you'd see these people yeah. walking around, and people weren't mobbing them. Uh, begging them for autographs and photos and all this shit. Like, people uh-huh. were really respectful, which was great, man. I even had a few fans that were there on the boat that were just like very kindly, like, hey, man, I just wanted to say hi. I don't want to bother you on your vacation, man. Love your Aww. channel. That's, everybody That's really was nice. so nice,
1: man. Yeah. That's really sweet. That's, it was dope. basically just sounds like uh, our podcast meetups yes it is introverted people getting together dude like straight (laughs) up really nice and respectful (laughs) we were
0: saying on the on the ship it was like this is totally people that would come to like a dead and lovely podcast yeah absolutely that's
1: awesome
0: (laughs) just fucking (laughs) cool people that are chill and not super obnoxious or anything yeah it was great man saw a few musical performances dude there was this um like nerdcore rapper there named mega ran have you ever heard mega ran no i haven't dude This guy was so fucking great. He's like a former school teacher and he Uh does all these super nerdy raps with like video game references and like beats from classic 8 bit video game music and all this shit. He had a tune in uh, Clerk's Three, which is why he was on the boat. Oh, okay. he did a couple of performances that were just so fun, man. Like we wanted to go and catch like a song or whatever just to say that we had. We stayed for the right. like, whole set cuz it's like this is fucking oh, cool. captivating. He was so good and so charismatic. Uh really fun and a lot of, you know, super nerdy deep cut video game references and all that jazz. So, it was it was great, man. It was a really really fun time and it was also really good for me just to do that reframing, just to remind myself, like, I can be at work and relax, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It's possible to just relax, especially when you're, like, you know, good at what you do. <laughs> you can just kind of be like, oh, this is fine. Everything's yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. Well, and then the, the cool thing that we did after the cruise is our, our crash landing was that we would get off the boat, and Kate had booked us a really nice... Uh, hotel with a great view of the ocean and shit. So we holed up in Miami and basically just had a lazy-ass hotel day. Room service, fucking bathrobes, just chill as fuck all day. And uh, we decided to celebrate that by rewatching through almost all of Game of Thrones Season 1 in one day. <laughs> oh, yeah?
1: Just Dude. sitting in Miami at a hotel watching Game of Thrones.
0: I mean granted before before our room was ready we did walk around we had some incredible food we went to an awesome museum which was great and then we started just totally being lazy it was fantastic no regrets it was a great way That's to do awesome. it That's yeah. awesome Dude we've been talking about rewatching that first season or two of Game of Thrones for a while and just been like ah, I don't know I don't know we got other stuff we need to be watching whatever but we were finally just like, Fuck it, dude. We're on vacation. Let's watch yeah. the first like eight episodes or whatever, and dude, I'll tell you what, man, God damn, that first season is still the best. It is yeah? perfect. Holy shit. Have you ever like rewatched it?
1: Um I mean yeah, yeah, but not since since the end of the show. Yeah. I rewatched it while the show was still going, but yeah, I, I haven't since then. So Fuck man. Saying I should?
0: It's so fucking good. You, you've like probably forgotten how much stuff is set up and how many oh for sure <laughs> awesome characters are introduced right there in that yeah. first season. Uh, it, it is incredible, man. It really, really is, man. I was totally flashing back and remembering why it was that whenever you know we started watching those on DVD, we were up to like four or five in the morning every night (laughs) just because it's like we have to know what happens yeah he can't stop Mm -hmm. it's so good it's a shame what a dump that show took later on it is such a shame (laughs) especially seeing yeah how some of these characters are set up in that first season especially like um uh you know uh denarius and some of these other characters that just Uh shit the bed later on and completely betray the motivations that are there from episode one season one it makes no sense
1: here's here's my question just for everyone who thinks Daenerys went a different way when was Daenerys good when was she a good person so initially she was at least like
0: like whenever the um uh whenever the, the oh fuck what are they
1: called the horse guys the D- Dothraki, yeah. The mm-hmm. Dothraki, thank you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I wanted to say the writers of Rohan.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean,
0: they're <laughs> a little rougher around the edges than yeah, the a little bit knows. rough.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but yeah, whenever the Dothraki are like you know taking over your little villages and enslaving them and shit, she's like, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> instead, <laughs>
1: for like half a second, and then she does it herself. Like <laughs> <laughs> she blows it, drops yeah, the ball, yeah. man. No, she listen. They, i i feel like uh they did shit the bed in the last season but i feel like they shit the bed the whole time when they kept showing like that scene where daenerys is being like uh like uh body or uh, crowd surfed through uh, a whole sea of brown people who are like, thank you, savior white woman. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That was played so seriously in the show. And it's like, this is bad. You guys realize this is a bad thing, right?
0: That's She's fair. a
1: conqueror. And mm-hmm. this is an empire. These are bad things that are happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Pluralism. Yeah. But, but man, yeah, I'll I, I that think that season. you're right, that it's like a huge curve at the end, because the show had been showing her so uncritically for so long. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And anyway. then she suddenly just like,
0: anyway, I'm the bad guy. So I, yeah, don't, anyway, I don't know how far we'll I'm watch it. I'm the bad it. guy, like, <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to watch through season three for sure. And after that, it might become one of those shows that we have on while it's like, well, I got some computer work to do. I got to right. cook dinner or whatever. Just have this on because there's... You know, four episodes in a row where basically nothing happens because they were just stalling, yeah. waiting for Martin to finish a fucking book. Which he didn't.
1: Never did. Which he didn't. Still has. No. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> nope. That guy, boy, he is just cruising on. I used to write books. <laughs> I'm kind of forced to respect it. He's just like, I don't want it. Sure. He's yeah, like, I don't want it. You wanna. don't get to know the end of my story. Oh, Why? you didn't like that ending? Oh, those. Ki- that was those guys. Those guys did that. <clears throat> Not yeah.
0: me. Yeah. Not How my about idea. No ending? so yeah we just been enjoying that and uh that's about it for me dude what have you been up to this week you've been watching anything good
1: yeah we watched some stuff uh we've finished the critters franchise so we can do the the critters hell rankers which will be coming out soon uh critters four just so you know has angela bassett in it it's uh really yeah she so (laughs) boys in the hood came out july 1st and Uh, they were shooting Critters 4 before Boys in the Hood came out, uh, which was kind of the moment where she became Angela Bassett. (laughs) So you got her making Critters 4 thinking, gosh, I hope acting works for me. And then (laughs) Boys in the Hood comes out and it's like, fuck, I was just in Critters 4.
0: (laughs) Holy moly, that's crazy timing.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's also got Brad Dorf. Like, honestly, it is it's it's a pretty good uh um aliens ripoff but that's Ooh, okay. exactly what it is yeah hmm. <laughs> it's just a ripoff of aliens and then i'll take it part part five came out like a few years ago so it is it's a requel i'm not gonna say much listen to the hell Rankers episode uh but we, i boy sometimes requels don't have to exist Sometimes,
0: man, it's true. Sometimes they don't.
1: (laughs) Uh, We also watched uh, another Cheech and Chong movie, Nice Dreams. Nice Dreams, I don't know nothing about that one. I've only seen once, and I I remembered parts of it, but didn't really remember the whole story. And honestly, Cheech and Chong movies, the story is kind of (laughs) loose. It's almost always, we got weed and we hope the cops don't find it. (laughs) 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 But... Nice the Dreams. All the time. Yeah, Nice Dreams entered into a zone that the first two movies uh didn't. And that is, oh no, they're talking about sexual assault. Yuck. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Boy. Yeah. Not fun when you no. go from oh hey, weed antics to like, oh, that's a passed out woman. Oh, you're directly asking us, the audience, if we'd have sex with her, and then making fun of us because we wouldn't. You know, that's Uh, not my kind of humor. No, I'm not cool with that at all. (laughs) It was not fun. It wasn't fun at all. It really brought down the movie at that point. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But we also watched uh, a movie uh, called Primal Rage on Sunday night, over there on Ice Cream Sunday on the Discord. Ain't that that Uh,
0: fucking arcade game from the 90s what had us playing as dinosaurs fighting each other?
1: It is. It is the same exact title. Hell yeah. Uh, This, uh, however, is about... Well, Stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, A scientist creates this, like, rage virus that he, like, gives to uh, a monkey and then the monkey bites a person and the rage virus gets out. This sounds a lot like... Twenty eight days later. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. A lot like uh, it. Yeah. Primal Rage, uh, same same kind of premise. Uh, completely different execution. <laughs> huh. Um it Primal Rage is kinda cool. I, I'm not like gonna ever put Primal Rage high on a list of eighty slashers, but um this one is it's 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 pretty cool, especially the uh, Halloween party dance scene, which of, of course we get in trick or treat as well. That's um, true. But they they went all out with the costumes. It's clear that the makeup people just wanted to show off. Uh, oh, they that, didn't just cool. like
0: have people in fucking Chuck E. Cheese outfits like they did in Trick or Treat. <laughs>
1: no, no, they had like super elaborate costumes nobody would ever come up with, but they're really cool. So I'm glad awesome. they they did it. Yeah, uh, we also. Just decided uh, we wanted to watch Grindhouse, but we wanted to watch Grindhouse the way Grindhouse was originally shown. Yeah, you know? double
0: feature, man.
1: Double feature with the trailers, uh, you know, before and in between and all that. And luckily, there's a Blu-ray version of that, so we rented it from Movie Madness here in Portland, Oregon. And um, boy, it's fun. It, it like it doesn't feel long no. when you sit and watch it all the way through. It feels just like oh, we're, we're you know. Watching a, a couple movies, but they, they don't. You don't ever feel bored. I feel no, like even with uh-uh. the trailers and stuff, like all that stuff just keeps you you riveted and whatnot. And, and the two movies the are movies, different enough from
0: each other too. Yeah, it's like it doesn't yeah. feel like it's just the same thing twice.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we had, we had a blast with it, and we definitely need to do. Um, fuck, what's the Tarantino one? Called Death Proof. <laughs> Death Proof. Yeah, because we've done we've done the Rodriguez one. Yeah, Pantera. Um, We've but not we need, done we death to. proof? We have not. We need to. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? Uh, what we are we doing? We gotta fix that, dude. Fuck. Yeah, man, 100%. That's so good. Yeah. A fucking. Just that whole chase sequence with Zoe on the hood is fucking amazing. She incredible. is so incredible. Impressive as fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. dude. And, and Kurt Russell is such a
1: wang in it, too. I love it. Because. That's the thing I love about that movie is like the second uh, he is in any sort of physical pain, he turns into a baby. Baby. Total baby. Just a little bitty wiener baby in cell piece of shit. Yep. And then he gets the shit kicked out of him and he dies. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, high
0: five. They like jump in the air and high five. <laughs> yeah,
1: high five like <laughs> a freeze frame. Credit. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's so good. Yeah. Dude. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's what we've been watching on.
0: Right on, man, right on. Well, hopefully I get some time to check out a couple Two Tree things. There's still a couple flicks in theaters that I'm dying to go see. Hopefully, we Go have see time. Lisa
1: Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, it's you were so talking good. about that one. I yeah. want to see that
0: stop motion as well. Stop right, motion. It's uh-huh. fucking yeah, crazy. It cool. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. Uh-oh. Dude, it looks like, I don't know, it, it's kind of sort of Mad God-ish in a way. Right. It has that like really weird old school stop motion tool video kind of look to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty dope, so I'm hoping to catch that one sometime soon, too. Um, other than that, the only movie I watched this week was one, Trick or Tarit from 1986. Did you watch this movie? I
1: did. I watched Trick or Treat from Ooh. 1986.
0: I'll tell you what. There sure was. Some metal in it, wasn't it? There's metal up your <laughs> That's ass. A good
1: bit of metal up the ass, yeah. A uh-huh. whole
0: lot of metal in it. Man, it's just got me really wondering about a thing which is on my mind, which uh-huh. is, if I was to take a quiz, right? I wonder if I could find out what percentage of metal I am.
1: Uh, you know what? I know those witches and wizards over at BuzzFeed can do anything with their They've quiz magic. Ooh, and they've
0: got blood sugar quiz magic.
1: I I think it would probably work the best if this was a pre-COVID quiz. Oh, like yeah? a quiz from six years ago. Hmm. How's that sound? How say? come? Yeah? Well, I just feel like, you know, they're going to have... Uh, uh, the witches and wizards over at BuzzFeed all have uh, long COVID now. So there's a good bit of brain fog. Their powers are weakened. Yeah, yeah. But Mm. pre-COVID, they were on their game, you know? Damn. All right, (laughs) well,
0: they should know. If that's the case, then they should know. Why don't we take this quiz and find out what percentage of metal we are individually?
1: Yeah, I want to figure out how F asterisk at uh, dollar sign a po- uh, 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 exclamation point in G metal i am <laughs>
0: <laughs> well how about first of these 10 questions how about first you pick a song are you going right. for walk by pantera no i'm not racist mama mia by an abba okay ironman by black sabbath uh-huh crazy in love by beyonce right Rain and Blood by a Slayer, or uh-huh. Beer for My Horses by Toby Keith featuring William Nelson. Which one do you okay. pick
1: here? Well, uh, this one's a real easy one for me. It's Mamma Mia by ABBA. It's a fucking jam. Honestly,
0: if I was just putting on any of these songs just to listen to for fun, <laughs> That's it would probably be Mamma Mia as yeah. well for <laughs> me. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna go a little bit more metal because he chose out. I'm go I'm gonna go with some brain and blood by Slayer, man. That is Rad. That is uh-huh. a jam, dude. Just riff yeah. after fucking riff of savagery in that one.
1: You know, the thing, like it's so upsetting about Pantera that, you know, Phil's such a racist piece of shit. But also, knowing that and then re-listening to any of their music, it's like, oh fuck, yeah! It's pretty clear. It,
0: it, it's not really hidden. It's pretty clear like, in
1: all the lyrics. <laughs> they're kind of there, yeah, yeah. Like listen to like Rise, for example. Uh, Maybe yeah. you scan
0: those lyrics a little bit. Yeah. it's not great. anyway. Not uh, not disparaging anything about the you know the the instrumental work. No, that was the band was fabulous. They're
1: killing it. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the, the problem. problem. I mm-hmm. want to hear them. They're rad, yeah. but fucking yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Anyway.
1: yeah anyway anyway <laughs> have you ever been in a mosh pit man uh no uh, <laughs> you haven't no okay <laughs> like so I, never I have mean, never will i guess is your answer here that is definitely my answer man. yeah, yeah
0: because i'm too scared of fucking my fingers up man the right, same listen. reason like i don't skateboard or do martial arts like things yeah. i really want to do but no yeah. i can't risk fucking my hands out
1: yeah, that's, that's good reasoning. I uh, have been in a, number, a good number of mosh pits, because uh, I was a teenager and an idiot. So that's fun. <laughs> so I'm going to say, hell yeah, I've been in a hell mosh pit. Hell yeah, you have. Yeah. All
0: right, now, uh, this is up our alley. Pick a movie. Full mm-hmm. Metal Jacket. There's a lot yeah. of metal in there. Freaky Friday. Okay. This looks like the new one with, um, Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what's her name, fucking...
1: Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: There's what I was looking for. Thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. I'm too metal to know those ladies.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Metal dudes don't know women. <laughs> we don't know ladies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's uh, kind of true.
0: <laughs> Die Hard, 27 uh-huh. Dresses, This Is Spinal Tap, or The Muppets. Which one Ooh. are you choosing here?
1: Boy, this one's actually tough. Uh, Some good choices. Yeah. Die Hard and The Muppets. uh, and this is Spinal Tap. I mean, Full Metal Jacket is a great movie, but I am never in a mood to watch it.
0: No, what is the right mood for that <laughs> yeah. one, you know?
1: Uh, and Freaky Friday's fun. 27 it Dresses I, I could give less of a shit about, but I'm going to go with Die Hard.
0: Nice, strong yep. choice, man. I'm going to Spinal Tap it, dude. I mean, it's, it's yeah, the one rat. that started uh-huh. the, the mockumentary thing, and it is still uh-huh. fucking hilarious. So, yeah, Spinal yep. Tap me.
1: All right, Ben, pick a dangerous activity. I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, we already established you don't want to do dangerous activities. <laughs> Ones so, that can
0: fuck my hands
1: up. Right, yeah, exactly. But pick a dangerous activity. Skydiving. Base jumping. Zorbing?
0: What the fuck is zorbing? Dude, that's that thing where they put you in the big inflatable like hamster ball and you oh! like, go down a course on a track. Okay,
1: that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, punching dragons. Ugh, oh, come on. Mm. Dragons don't ever allow humans close enough to punch them. Okay, how about that? Uh, Or pass. Dude, I'm a Zorb. I think that was like a silly, silly
0: time, man. Uh It seems like it's all soft and squishy. I probably wouldn't fuck my hands up too bad in there. Might wear a wrist brace or something really cool, you know? Yeah,
1: that'd be cool. (laughs) Zorb my heart out. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a skydive. I've always wanted to skydive. I think it'd be fun. Yeah,
0: maybe Mm -hmm. I would try that one day. That's one of those things I have considered as well where I'm like, maybe... Maybe it'd be fun.
1: I do worry because I'm a bigger dude, and I know it can certainly have negative effect on your knees. But I don't plan to do it a bunch of times. I'd like to do it once. It'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. There you go.
0: All right, Steve. Pick something to smash. Okay. This is a reminder to go to the dentist. Do you want to smash that?
1: How do you smash the, a reminder? A rider? reminder to go to how? Yeah. What? Anyway,
0: <laughs> your annoying coworker's phone.
1: Don't have an annoying coworker.
0: Hmm. Grandma's fancy porcelain tea set. Okay. Ooh, Grandma's urn. This is very Take grandma centric. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why <laughs> a, they hate King Grandma? Apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're trying to get King Diamond at us here. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, this sign which says benches for men only. What? Whatever. Okay. 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 Um, or a Smash Mouth CD. What are you smashing?
1: I mean, I guess the benches for men only sign. It's the only thing here that pisses me off.
0: It's really aggravating that it's B-E-N-C-H-S. Just bitches. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's just benches. It's <laughs> what about you?
0: Get out of here, reminder to go to the dentist. I know I need to go to the dentist. I don't need oh, to hear from you.
1: Piece of shit. I'm, who's going to pick a Smash Mouth CD? What did Smash Mouth do to anybody? Right. A lot, of, a lot of things probably. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Maybe, yeah. But the CD probably didn't do anything to you. Exactly,
1: yeah. Might as well be walking on the sun. I still
0: like that song, man.
1: Yeah, it's rad. I do. Pick someone to hang with, Ben. Oh, God. It's a visual one. It's just a visual one. You got uh, an old uh, uh, bald man with uh, a suit on with... But he's also hanging some devil horns, so... Double horns on there, yep. Pretty cool. You got a welder, all right? <laughs> I mean, explained. He uh, lives in a he, Bruce Springsteen video. Uh, got, like, a, a, a goth-looking chick with her hair jacked up to Jesus, so that's yep. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is that Finn Sneal or Sebastian Bach? Who is that? It's an 80s rocker. Just an 80s rocker who looks with, uh, potentially like Sebastian Bach. Uh, then we got a guy in metal studs and a leather mask i'm guessing a gimp of some sort (laughs) i think he's a road warrior oh he's a road warrior okay he might be a legion
0: of doom is what he is (laughs) l-o-d
1: old lady in cool shades given the shaka so (laughs) she seems dope i mean this one is real easy for me who are you gonna hang out with ben
0: man i'm gonna hang out with that 80s rocker guy right there because he's got a microphone yeah. And uh, Skank Banger is still kind of tr- struggling to find a full time permanent singer, so <laughs> You're gonna maybe hang out with he's this cool.
1: Guy he'll join the band. You want the gig? <laughs> awesome. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna hang out with that hot chick. Okay, uh, yeah, that works. You just yeah, you just got your period, but you have two broken legs from mountain boarding. Okay, what is mountain boarding? <laughs> I don't. I understand am anything about this. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Crawl my way to the bathroom. Shout tampons bitches until someone brings me one bleed all over everything because i don't give a fuck i don't get periods this question is disgusting
0: i'm not oh, a period
1: having guy you don't, I get, don't periods. get periods yeah not i also don't get periods but I'm, I'm not disgusted by the question and i would imagine i would bleed all over everything because i don't give a fuck so yeah party there we go
0: <laughs> pick a snack What's this have to do with being metal? Yogurt parfait, <laughs> right. brie, no crackers specifically. Just okay. a wheel of brie. Just eating brie. Okay. So a whole turkey. Okay. That's more than a snack, buddy. Jesus Christ. Right? Carrot cake. Uh-huh. Deviled eggs with okay. the devil all capitalized. Mm-hmm. Or
1: some raw meat. God, fucking what? Is this I mean what? carrot cake's not a snack. Uh, A whole turkey is not a snack. Certainly Raw beet's not a snack. Like Anyway, I guess (laughs) of these things, I prefer to eat carrot cake.
0: Yeah, okay. That's a pretty good thing. You know what? I'm pretty hungry right now, and I can always use some utility proteins. I'm going to have that whole turkey. Give me that thing. (laughs) Just eat that that
1: son of a bitch. Give me that that turkey over here. (laughs) Ben, what was your favorite subject in school? For you, this would be when you were sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So you got science or math? You got English or history? Those are not You've the got, same things at all. <laughs> nope. Drama or music? <laughs> I loved all classes. Or school sucks. S u x x. Love the double x. Yeah. Me uh, too. Drama
0: or music for sure. I did a little bit of both of those in my high school dropping oh, yeah? days. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's right. All right. I honestly loved all classes because I'm a fucking dork. Look at so, you. Yeah. All right, final, final question. question.
0: Mm-hmm. Pick a metal. <laughs> Here we are. Aluminium. Uh-huh. Gold. Uh-huh. Copper. Mm-hmm. Arn. Silver or titanium? Hmm. Explain your what? answer.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to pick Arn because you said it like Arn, which reminded me of Arn Anderson. You want and so him. I figured. Not really. But, I mean, if I'm <laughs> going to pick him. I definitely don't want to hang out with Arn Anderson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. No, probably yeah. not a
1: great hang. Yeah. Not a lot of charisma coming off of him. No, no,
0: not at all. Yeah. Um, I think of these choices, I'm going to go with some Shilva, because uh, I might need to vanquish an evil uh, uh, specter or force.
1: Oh, that's very helpful. Yeah. Silver and will, my wife will definitely help you with it. that. Yeah, well, that's Kate's good. Like, there you go.
0: Super allergic to gold, she found Oh, out. really? Like, wow. extremely allergic to gold. It's crazy.
1: So, uh, that's so like no gold leafed uh, dessert. I assume none of
0: that. Mm-mm, no,
1: darn. That's a shame. I know that's your favorite. I <laughs> mm, love that gold taste.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we got our results in, dude. Yep. I am apparently sixty percent metal. You are more metal than not, but you still have work to do on your hardcore attitude. Go smash wow. some flower teapots. What?
1: Yeah, I think you'll know from my answers to the questions that my result, of course, is I'm 100% metal. No way. Yeah. You're more metal than me. Probably because I chose ABBA. Yeah. (laughs) The real one. Hell yeah. You are the destroyer of worlds. You are the ultimate. You are metal and beyond.
0: Woo! Damn, dude. You might very well be a a Samuel Kerr himself, Mm -hmm. huh? Sandwich (laughs) Kerr.
1: I might be Sandwich Kerr, but I sure hope not, because if I were ever a musician who was super famous and 38, I would not be like, I want to go play my high school. (laughs) That's not you, huh? Yeah, that's not me, so maybe I'm not that metal. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Sammy would definitely go and
0: crash his high school as a successful, evil, uh, satanic uh, musician as we see in Trick or Treat 1986. Have you ever seen this movie before?
1: No, no, this was one that has been in the smoking bowl for years. Like uh Heath had it in there for quite a while, but it had been nice. in other people had put it in and it was just like I know we're eventually going to get to that, so I I never like thought to to turn it on. Um yeah, it was the first time watching it, I, you know, would say immediately like I like heavy metal horror movies. It's a real short like period in the '80s, and then we've had some more recently. But yep. there was this like a, a nice little uh, heavy metal horror binge there during the period where uh, heavy metal is being uh, <laughs> scrutinized by politicians and parents all over the country. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of during the PMRC, satanic
0: panic early on kind of stuff. We did have a little bit more of this stuff in the mainstream. I I guess they were figuring there was enough people out there listening to this stuff that probably also watched horror movies to capitalize on it. Because they're just within a few years span. We had... This, we had Black Roses, we had The Gates, the gate, uh, yeah, yeah, which dealt with the back masking uh, thing in there. Hard as Rock well.
1: Zombies. There's so many that came out around this period. We've had some more recently, like Deathgasm and stuff, but those are much more like from a different place. Like, nobody in 2016, I think, was when Deathgasm came out, or maybe a little bit before, but nobody around that time was, except for, you know, crazy, insane religious zealots. Nobody was really up in arms about metal by that right, point. Right, exactly. By then it can point, become
0: a real big joke, and it's yeah. just fun to
1: explore. At this point, it is probably being considered much more seriously, but all of the movies we just mentioned are not serious. Like, no. <laughs> not one of them is seriously looking at metal as like, maybe it potentially is bringing demons onto Earth. But this one kind of does do that a little it
0: kinda bit. It kind of does. I feel like of all of those that we were just talking about, like um, this one does seem to take the subject matter the most seriously. And I want to try but, to get yeah. to whatever this is trying to say about it. Yeah. Because uh, definitely movies like The Gate are just yeah. really super stupid, you know, silly yeah. romps through this stuff. Absolutely. They're really enjoyable. But this one, I was initially surprised by how much more of a serious and kind of somber tone we're yeah. presented with right from the get go. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I feel like because this has the screenplay has three credited writers and two uncredited writers who are young Glenn Morgan and James Wong pre That's crazy uh, X Files days. Yeah, Ugh. but uh, I feel like this was maybe originally written as a serious like reflection on somebody's bullying in high school and their love of metal. And then that, of course, wouldn't be interesting. Like, nobody wants that movie. So they then came in and tried to, like, add in some humor elements. But then that just kind of sh- makes the tone entirely unreadable. It's like, wait, is this supposed to be funny? It's odd,
0: man. Yeah. Like, th- that is something that struck me about this. I figured that this would be something more along the lines of Black Rose's, which right. is a pretty similar movie from what I recall. Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Yes.
0: But, yeah, you're right. There's several parts in this where I'm like, is this supposed to be funny or not? It, yeah. It's really hard to tell, especially when the movie, you know, it opens up with what I thought was supposed to be him writing in his journal. Ragman, uh, which is uh-huh. the worst, <laughs> the worst, weakest Mega Man boss. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Ragman is the one you defeat first.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Get his rag powers and soak yeah. up um, Cola Man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, or jizz man. Man. <laughs> man was the title too like yeah <laughs> that's what? crazy that's such a bad Rag title man? anyway
0: <laughs> but he's like uh, initially i thought he was writing in a diary but then it's him actually writing to his idol sammy kerr right and it which it immediately gave me these like super creepy like incel yeah. slash yes. like school shooter vibes right yep. away
1: and that's that's how I feel about that character the entire time. Like I feel like Eddie the entire time is like I I pretty much understand why he's being bullied. I like I don't <laughs> You're support with the, bullying the on this one. <laughs> right. I don't support bullying, but like this guy, ha- there's every indication of him sucking. Like I know, he just right sucks as a person. Um, and and kind of seems like. He's mentally unwell and needs some help. Definitely. Uh, and none of that, I would say, is related to his love of metal. uh uh-uh. Like, I don't think he's being bullied because he's a metalhead. And I really want to understand this because uh, this came out in 1988 and a lot of those, you know, uh, heavy metal... Uh, horror movies came out uh or this came out in 86 and a lot of those came out in that like late 80 period mm-hmm. i was a child then so i cannot say for sure but by the time i was in middle school i had so many friends who liked metal and i don't remember any of them being bullied in any way for liking metal like, we grew
0: up in conservative ass yeah. Tennessee
1: and this is set in North Carolina so it's like okay so it's comparative right it should be comparative should I be. don't yeah I don't think this character is being bullied for liking heavy metal he's being bullied for all sorts of other reasons he just happens to like heavy metal
0: well it's not like he goes around school you know wearing like chains and leather and makeup and like stuff that might get him picked on for right it. he's not, he, yeah he's exactly pretty normal
1: he looks pretty fucking normal, and that again like stood out to me because like I knew kids who dress like this that didn't get bullied. This kid's a big kid too; like he's not a like little weakling or anything. Like he could fight back. I just don't understand like the entire setup of that him being bullied thing. Other than it's that he's an entirely off putting person. <laughs>
0: He kind of is. That, that yeah. I think is the bigger problem outside of yeah. his outside of his musical taste. I think it is just the fact that he is like you said a a weird person that seems to need some help.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. Like that him writing that letter to uh you know uh what's his name? Fuck. Sammy. Or Sammy yeah, Sammy Kerr. This it had uh, you know Eminem stand vibes, right? Yeah, it was dude. Just like, yes. This is This is just a rock singer. You're being way too fucking creepy with this guy.
0: Well, and he signs it like, your friend forever. And it's like, dude, he doesn't know who you are. He
1: has no idea who you are, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I was a little bit like... It was hard at first to understand what they're going for. But I do think... I think maybe they are going for this kid is not being bullied for his love of heavy metal he's being bullied cuz he just doesn't fit in with the rest of the people his love of heavy metal heavy metal is like his outlet for not fitting in yeah. like so uh, i i don't know the movie doesn't do a good job of making that clear but i think that's what they're going for
0: It does do a good job of showing us his fucking sick-ass room and all his posters and shit.
1: absolutely. I I
0: love his ground floor attic room that he lives in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How is that? How does that exist? I don't
0: understand, dude. Like, what is the architecture of this house? Because whenever it shows us his room... And it's got, like, exposed rafters and beams and shit. You're like, okay, so he lives in the attic, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the movie, you see the house from the outside, and it's like, one-story house. And then later on, it shows, like, his mom's room is across the hall from his.
1: And it's just a normal room. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) What is going on? What if
0: we put the attic on the ground floor? (laughs)
1: You know, really maybe strange. what makes him so off putting is he grew up in this cosmic horror house that has like this <laughs> fucking insane geometry you can't comprehend. <laughs> yeah, non-Euclidean
0: geometry. Yeah. Yeah. The house was built by the elder gods. You gotta go yeah. upstairs to the basement. And <laughs> makes sense. It does. Kinda does, man. Oh. But yeah, like he's uh he's writing that letter to his to his hero there, telling him how frustrated he is with school and all that jazz. And it's not too much later than that. We get that, uh, that newscast where they're talking about Sammy Kerr on there and how just he's a wild man and a fucking evildoer. And mm-hmm. it shows him, like, bite that snake and pour all the blood all over himself. Yeah. And wow. then it's like, anyway, he's dead.
1: <laughs> the weirdest weird newscast ever. Really burying the lead. Just like, hey, here's Sammy. Remember how great and cool he is? You love him, right? He fucking died. (laughs) What? Oh, (laughs) pull the
0: rug out from under you, (laughs) dude. Just them showing him like eating that live snake on TV on like the six o'clock news, and then be like, he's dead. Crazy, yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah, I I think also like the the fact that. There's a Halloween ball at the school. This is such a common thing that we see in in certain horror movies, right? It's like, oh, it's Halloween. Of course, we're gonna have a dance at school. That's what teenagers do. Was on that Halloween. a thing ever? Did you ever go to I a don't, Halloween dance? That's what I was gonna say is I don't remember that being a thing. But again, a decade later, I was in high school. So like, I, maybe this was a common thing, Halloween dances. Uh, it feels like, though, from my remembrance of teenagedom, that Halloween was the time teenagers went out and like did the fun things they want to do, not show up to school for a dance.
0: Yeah, go back to school. Or go back right. to school for a pool party, which they do in this. They
1: love school. <laughs> they love school here. That's hell? a good point. I didn't think about that. Everybody here, even the kid getting bullied like crazy at school, can't stay away from fucking school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: yeah. Kind of an odd guy, really. Yeah, so for sure.
0: Whatever they were showing us his ground floor attic uh, bedroom. I loved all the posters and shit that yeah. he's got all over his room. I, I love that uh-huh. they actually went with some deeper cut stuff too. Like yeah, I figured mm-hmm. that they would just be going with all the a listers, your your Motorheads yeah. and Aussies mm-hmm. and Judas Priest. But I mean, later on when it's showing his records and all that shit, he's got some like deep cut like Impaler and all this shit in there. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is cool. The set set decoration definitely understood the assignment. Like, I feel like. So much of this does show that they had people who did love heavy metal working on this, but it then seems that like, way. And and you also have like Gene Simmons and and Ozzy Osbourne in the movie, um, playing these like kind of anti-metal guys. Not entirely. I mean, the, the Gene Simmons character is not anti-metal, but does have a kind of. He kind of differentiates good metal guys from bad metal guys. <laughs> he's like. Well- I also this guy too. was really angry and that's yeah. bad yeah
0: <laughs> i wonder too if he was you know kind of in on this plot to get this haunted record to this kid like it that, all seems yeah. like he was part of the setup to me. right
1: but they don't follow up on that and that's they annoying really. yeah no. uh yeah he's the one who for some reason has the original like unreleased acetate pressing of uh sammy kerr's last album songs in the key of death take that
0: stevie wonder oh it's so fucking corny dude <laughs> it's so corny
1: uh and then he copies that to a reel to reel so he can play it on halloween at night and then also eddie makes a copy of it like mm-hmm. so copies of this do the the trick and just hearing it on the radio does the trick like this is an interesting element hmm. that, like, uh, basically he he exists in the the sound waves of that album, and I love that idea. I think that's that really cool. cool. They they do a pretty cool job with that. Um, it, it reminded me of Wes Craven's Shocker because uh, he can move through electricity. Okay, is, well, this guy kind of does too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that that's a cool idea, and I, I like that they did that. Uh, I also like the hidden messages in their records, backmasking. Which is, yeah, which is one of those things that, like the the movie, does a good job of addressing it. Like saying, you know, basically, this was admin created this uh, as a trick to try to get people to buy shit, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it is the thing about backmasking is it doesn't work? Your brain can't understand backwards speech, so you can't be influenced by it. it just doesn't work. But that's the um,
0: thing about this that is confusing to me, too. And, again, it goes back to the entire thing where I'm like, is this in support of metal or not? Or not, against I'm not it. sure. yeah. Because this <laughs> yeah, shows that it does work.
1: Right. In this case, it does work. And, in fact, uh, Sammy's soul is contained within the uh, vibrations of this, this album. That's, I mean... It almost feels like a real corny message, like uh, you know, you can't stop an artist from putting their soul out there. You can't, you can't edit a person's soul. But then it's also like, but this is bad too. Yeah, it <laughs> this seems is to also almost a bad say thing. like
0: there really are evil messages hidden in this stuff right. that will get at into the real world and get into your mind and your soul. Like the movie yeah. seems to confirm that.
1: Yeah, it's yes. The messaging is just so muddled, and I, I mean, when you have five writers on a screenplay, that's it's probably going to happen, right? Um, but it, it 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 yeah, it really does feel like it should be funnier and more satirical. Well, or
0: here's the thing too if if this was staying the more somber and serious route that it's going, and it is ultimately trying to be in support of metal and saying that, you know, these these songs and these records don't necessarily inspire people to do evil things. Right. Um, I was kind of wondering if this was going to go some angle where this this kid that was so obsessed with this music and had these, you know, nefarious plans to nail everybody in his school, as he said. Uh-huh. Um, if, you know, if he would have attributed – the music to doing that, but ultimately it was just him the whole time where it was going to turn out that there was no Sammy Kerr. It was actually him the whole time doing everything. And he was just crazy and imagining that this demon rock star back from the dead was doing his dirty work for him. Yeah. Um, I feel like he could have played that angle and been like, "No, no, no! It's just you know, bad people will do bad things, and then mm-hmm. we just blame it on the music. It's ultimately still the person doing the bad things." But right. no, this is just like, "No, no, really, he did uh, put his soul in this record, and yep. the bad guy came back and killed a bunch of people."
1: Yeah, <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, it, it really it's got muddled message about metal, Very and muddled. also m- like <laughs> their message about bullying is just take it. <laughs> you just got to take it. You just got to take so. the bullying. And you deserve it for watching everybody. I mean, it if for it's 40 year
0: old preppy guys.
1: What can we yeah. do, do? I'll be honest with you. I feel like if you let a 40 year old be in high school, he'd be a bully. Probably. He's not yeah. going to be happy to be there. Nope. So, yeah, <laughs> it kind of makes sense. I get that guy.
0: <laughs> Dude, I remember back in like my super early conservative Christian upbringing days. Um, I mentioned in the past we had a few like church or youth group meetings that were about satanic panic specific right. stuff mm-hmm. like in the the early '90s, and I remember watching this one you know educational tape that was all about backmasking and all about the <laughs> hidden messages that were playing in these songs that are corrupting our little minds yep. and shit. Uh, I I I lived through this shit, man. It was so fucking stupid and based yeah. on nothing. Based Absolutely on fucking nothing. Nothing
1: yeah absolutely nothing like i remember as uh like early on the the windows media player would allow you to just reverse a track yeah uh and when i found that out i was like oh i'll you know listen to some metal albums in reverse see if there's some cool hidden messages there aren't i mean sometimes there are but it's entirely obvious like <laughs> you you hear some gibberish and it's like oh yeah that's somebody speaking backwards let's hear what that's And it's usually just something stupid or a dick joke. It's rarely like, you should worship Satan, kids.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so stupid, man. It It is. so stupid. So, yeah, I'm with you. Messaging-wise, a little bit muddled, but there is definitely some love of metal going on here by the people that put this together, man. You got the Fastway soundtrack. What do you think about that?
1: (laughs) Fastway, everybody's favorite band. Everybody's favorite
0: band, Fastway. (laughs) Way. Uh um, who's in that? So is Fast Eddie Clark that used to play guitar in uh Motorhead. Oh rap, uh huh. Um the Way part, I can't remember who that is. He's I believe the drummer he played in some other band. Pete
1: Way, former Pete Way. UFO bassist.
0: There oh bassist. Okay, there uh-huh. we go. So it's Fast Way, very clever. Uh-huh. Uh the vocalist is the thing that surprised me the most. <laughs> I oh, didn't yeah? know this. Yeah. Uh-huh uh what is what is his name i can't remember
1: the the vocalist from uh what's the band fuck flogging molly flogging molly yeah uh, i don't what? remember his how name how old is he
0: <laughs> i don't know he sang for fastway in 1980 something and then <laughs> later went on to sing in flogging molly that makes no yeah. sense
1: to me dave king is his name irish what guy What the fuck yeah man. <laughs> i know a
0: lot of people that were like you know there when this came out uh which again you and I were just little kids and this came out so we right. don't really have that kind of connection to it but I know to people that were of the age that they were you know in high school and this came out they loved the soundtrack they loved that this movie put them on the screen and had metal and their favorite bands and shit in it right um myself not really being of that generation man I'm like man this this soundtrack kind of sucks like this stuff is not aggressive or, like, mean-sounding at all. <laughs> it's all yeah, very it's intelligible. Yeah. Like you can understand all the words, and it's not really aggressive to me.
1: Yeah, it's not really, like, selling that heavy metal is scary, right? Like, it does have the cool... And I love this moment, because uh, I love Elaine Joyce, who plays his mom. But that oh, moment yeah. when she accidentally turns on his stereo, and it's like her brain just cannot function because the metal music is playing so loud <laughs> <laughs> she just cannot handle it yeah man. she can't yeah. Handle it.
0: is that after she freaks out because she finds a, a a studded bracelet in his right. uh, dresser
1: <laughs> i love that that, that could be you like a warning him, sign man you see him walking out to school every fucking day like you know what he's dressed like why is this surprising you? <laughs> oh my god a studded bracelet yeah bad news I, now that may have been and, and i'm not sure because like she does know he's into metal and stuff it seems obviously yeah i mean that dude, may look been, around his room that may have been of like f- uh, a bit of fear that he was gay because you know i mean all the the leather stuff that came into metal came through the bdsm scene yeah uh and you know, largely you know uh, championed by rob halford of course a man yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that may have been what she was worried about because she can't have not known that he listens to metal. He's, yeah, right. He doesn't show him like dressing preppy and then dressing metal when he gets to school or yeah, he's anything. got to change of
0: clothes in his backpack or whatever. Yeah, like his entire room is emblazoned with metal posters. He listens right. to metal at home all the time. I think mom knows.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that that fear may have been that he was gay. I guess, but I I just really. That moment didn't make sense, though. She's very funny. I like Elaine Joyce. Um, yeah, she's great. Yeah. So I, I I think a lot of this, though, is just like so cuttable. Like this movie should be an hour and twenty minutes. There's Dude, so much I stuff. Oh man! <laughs> like it should end at the dance, right? Yes. <laughs> like that should be the final eat. act. Yeah. But instead, it keeps going for another like twenty minutes.
0: It does, which is, man. Like,
1: I mean, I understand you've got your your villain out and you want to show him doing cool things, but you should have got him out a little bit earlier. I totally l- agree, yeah.
0: man. I was shocked by how chill the pace of this was. Like, it yeah. is not like a super fast movie at yeah. all. There's no. even a lot of... A lot of shots where, like, you know, I don't know, somebody walking away and the camera just zooms several seconds longer than you think that it should. Yeah. And then it's on to the next scene. Like, it really is pretty languid in terms of the pacing. And you're exactly right, man. That final act, which should, of course, be, you know, the climax of the movie, it really kind of plods along. And there's a lot of stuff in the middle that just seems to hit this rhythm of, okay, he's at home. He hears a message a thing happens he's at home he hears a message a thing happens like yeah. the movie gets in a real kind of plotting rhythm there around the middle yeah to me.
1: yeah and you don't need it you just don't need it like not really honestly what if the opening was in Meteor Res and he he you know we meet this kid we see his metal room he finds out his uh hero has died which is kind of what happens but it takes a long time to get there it feels like yeah finds out he's died, and then he immediately starts trying to figure out how to resurrect him or whatever. How okay. about that all right that, yeah. like make it make it much more like uh progress focused instead of just a bunch of scenes that happen.
0: There are just a bunch of scenes that happen yeah, yeah. There, there's a point in this movie where it does just feel like a bunch of little vignettes, yeah. not necessarily a a story per se and um yeah, I mean, including like that—that that like chase scene with the bullies and shit. Right, like what, that didn't really amount to anything.
1: No, it was it was very like home y though. He did set yeah. up a bunch of traps for them. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, and and also there's a lot of humor in that scene. Which, okay, great. If you want this to be a humorous movie, we need a ton of those scenes. But mm-hmm. you only give us like a couple scenes where anything's supposed to be funny. So it's like, well. Is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be serious? How am I supposed to be taking this?
0: It makes the funny part seem kind of odd. Like when they're sort of like power walking through the library during that chase. Right, it's really,
1: it's funny. Yeah. Like, again, why why is this happening now? And why doesn't it happen more? Make more funny stuff happen.
0: Exactly. Yeah, to me, I would think that you would want more humor interjected. Otherwise, stuff like that just seems out of place. Um, Yeah. I think one of the only bits of humor that really did stick with me uh i I love the way that that sammy Kerr can like interact with the characters that are on tv like he yeah he smacks ozzy and then later on the radio they say that like that guy had a stroke on air or some shit like that's pretty cool (laughs) right and uh i really love that part where he pulls large marge out of the tv
1: that's the best yeah that's so good like he yes because it just shows that he has like these really cool powers that we don't get to see him use much after that. Like Not he got much. this real great scene where he rips large Marge out of the TV and then her smoldering corpse comes out the other end. And then the rest of the time he just shoots lightning at people. <laughs> and
0: dude, after he pulls her out, and then we cut to is it Roger, I think is the one. It's at his house. Right. Mm-hmm. It cuts to like Roger just like vacuuming up her like ashen corpse. Right. <laughs> Like that, that moment was yes. fucking hilarious. That was yes. so psycho goreman to me. Like Absolutely. that felt like a psycho goreman moment for
1: sure. Yes, there are so many moments where this movie could have just gone the exact right direction and made it funny and much more satirical about metal being this like Evil, scary yeah. thing yeah uh and it could have
0: given us some gore too like for a yes, metal there's horror movie there's yeah. really not much gore at all no. like there's there's a few scenes with some boobs there's a sure. little bit of language but like yeah. not really any significant gore in this i was surprised by that
1: yeah yeah there's uh i think the scene where um the one girl the bully's uh, girlfriend her ears are melted after that's cool she's she is sexually assaulted by a gargoyle out of the that's land? less cool okay what was yeah. going on
0: there because she I puts the headphones know. on she's listening uh-huh. to the tape and at first i'm like oh this is like that ghost that gives uh
1: um what's his uh, name of of Ghostbusters. Of yeah. yeah exactly you know yeah. she's into it yeah when, at first she's like very much into it and i was like oh this is cool like i i like this idea that like this, this rocker guy entranced. yeah yeah he wants to he wants to entrance hot women but no suddenly he just turns into a gargoyle and he's assaulting her like what the fuck i don't understand no <laughs> like, the the vast shifts in this of tone constantly yeah. it's like what am i supposed to be feeling right now <laughs>
0: i know man what was up with that like gargoyle demon too that never yeah, we came never back. see
1: again yeah never, never see again no idea
0: the trouble of building that entire animatronic prop for right it's like a one and a half second
1: yeah feature that's in it. The movie just and that's a real it. quick shot and it's over yeah whatever happens to her too like we just find out she's in the hospital and that's it and her ears melted off which looked <laughs> cool but and she saw a demon she saw a demon i guess it melted her ears wow yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> strange man it is yeah
0: definitely definitely odd man um what do you think of sammy kerr as a villain what do you think about him
1: sammy kerr as a villain is pretty cool like he's not on a level with say the guy from slumber party Masker part two where it's like Total oh like, charisma. I'm i'm down with this guy this guy's awesome yeah but he does like have a great look, and him shooting lightning bolts out of his guitar th- th- is an awesome power. I just wish he got to use more powers, not just constantly shooting lightning bolts.
0: Well, and like him shooting lightning bolts at people, and then just turning them into a smoldering pair of shoes—like right. that's all that you get out of it. It's not like their yeah. fucking heads explode or anything cool happens. That it's just would like, be zap, awesome.
1: Isn't like imagine if their faces melted off, right? that's cool that's yeah, fun totally uh imagine if as i said he's the green mist to seduce women and he uses that on leslie right mm-hmm. like imagine he has all these powers but no instead it seems like his primary power is just shoot lightning bolts and his secondary power is i can turn into a gargoyle i guess <laughs> and slap people on tv and slap people on tv yeah <laughs> and do hot dance moves well, yeah, you can I mean, pirouette. Oh uh, man, this guy can pirouette with the best of them.
0: <laughs> I thought it was kind of odd that they set him up as a solo act. You know,
1: like that is weird. It's kind of like, odd. Like it's
0: not yeah. a band. It's Sammy yeah. Kerr, the solo so,
1: artist. So he's like Ozzy, I guess, or Alice Cooper.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess the, yeah. those would be the two analogs. Like I was just yeah. thinking about Ozzy, but yeah, you did also have Alice Cooper back in that day. Yeah, huh. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of an odd choice. I, I do like his odd, look yeah. and stuff. I like the burns on his face from yeah, it's good. when he burnt that hotel room down and that uh, ritual he was doing. That little glimpse that we get, too, earlier in the movie of him doing the ritual. And, like, he's, That's like, cool. sitting yeah. in a circle of fire, and there's, like, people behind him that are on fire, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That's cool fucking stuff. dope. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this, this movie just needed better direction <laughs> like it, it, it certainly uh charles martin smith who directed this this is his first uh directing job and he would go on to great success with of course air bud but, oh no shit yeah <laughs> what i and i and i wonder if like yeah uh, producers got to meddle too much and he didn't really get to execute his vision or if there wasn't really a vision or, or what but it really does come down to just like it needed somebody to decide what it was gonna be, and nobody yeah. did that.
0: Yeah. What are we saying here? Ultimately, yeah. at the end of the day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I don't really, I don't really quite understand that uh, myself either. And I also don't understand what this vendetta that Sammy Kerr has against his high school is. I mean, the dude is like a near forty-year-old successful <laughs> rock star, and he is still right. holding this hardcore grudge against his high school. <laughs>
1: But not the uh, people who actually bullied him. He's not doing anything to get revenge for that. He He wants to randomly hurt other people, which I don't know if we could put a term to what randomly hurting other people would be, but I'd call it bullying.
0: Well, he just kind of comes out into his late Krueger stage right away. Like, initially, you know, Freddy Krueger, he was getting revenge by killing the children of the people that killed him. Right. That's hard ass. That's and that's revenge.
1: They forgot that entirely for all the sequels, but... Yeah, <laughs> he, no, he just kills kids. That was originally the right. idea.
0: <laughs> and this is kind of like that, where you're right, he's just killing random kids that didn't have anything to do with him being bullied. Like, those kids right. weren't born when he was being bullied in school. Yeah. Yeah, And this, it doesn't address, the, like, oh, it's the kids of the people that bullied me. Like, again, that would be straight yeah. up Kruger, but...
1: Sure, but at the very least, then the story would make more sense. Like, well, okay. I if, if we were sitting here saying, this is a pretty good ripoff of Friday or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, we would probably not be as angry <laughs> at it for not, like, really nailing down the tone because the tone would be more nailed down. It would be Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Well, okay, get this. Speaking yeah. of, of ripping stuff off, are you ready for this? Let's hear it. I got a theory going on right here. It's a working theory, but I think you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. All right, let's talk about a dude right here that's got a big old vendetta at his school. He's mad at his school, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a thing for snakes, for sure. Okay. And he also lives on past death by putting part of his soul into an object hmm okay is sammy kerr a voldemort oh is shit. voldemort a sammy kerr oh shit because <laughs> he's voldemort in this whole time voldemort he is, is sammy kerr
1: like crazy
0: yeah huh <laughs> Did jk rowling rip off trick or treat <laughs> i well,
1: i i i have no proof of that but i want to believe it yeah <laughs> i want to believe right yeah that's yeah, really yeah. that's
0: both these characters
1: it is yeah yeah you're right like <laughs> He entirely does just make a crux, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he does. Wow. Man. We need to dub over him shooting the lightning bolts at the kids at the concert. Uh. Yeah, he's real mad at that school, though, man and he's really really pissed that he can't go play the halloween dance concert which i think is hysterical like you're talking about a world famous rock and roll heavy metal musician who is legitimately pissed that he can't go play a halloween dance at his old high school what
1: yeah that's (laughs) straight up loser style behavior right like it's been 20 years dude you should be over it you have moved on like let me tell you you're successful success yeah Yeah. you've moved on you should just take that success and take what you built uh, out of being bullying uh uh, bullied and and, and fucking let that be the monument that is in their fucking faces constantly that they can't avoid you you're on tv all the time you don't have to show up at the high school and play a show (laughs) <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's really
0: pissed about that. He's really sore yeah. about not playing at the old high school dance there. That was a weird, weird motivation to me.
1: It is. It is a weird motive. Like, it would make more sense if he was like... uh Uh, up-and-coming rock star who was like 20 maybe yeah totally and he still has this vendetta from a couple of years ago but no this is 20 years a 38 year old rock star in the 80s is a 70 year old
0: well the best bet too is like maybe it was the, the the teachers and the principal that were so terrible to him and they're still at the school and he wants to get back there so he can kill him or something
1: right that would make sense that would make sense yeah there be yeah yeah yeah. It really just needed more motivation and some like actual like something to say. Because mm-hmm. if what we were meaning for it to say is heavy metal is not the problem, uh, you know, then that'd be great. But this movie doesn't say that. I don't uh, think it does. Yeah, if what we were meaning to say is that like uh, heavy heavy metal artists oftentimes uh, are expressing their anger and rage um and that people are listening to it because they are angry as well but that this is ultimately innocuous uh that's that's lost entirely like there there are people who listen to metal in this who don't resurrect sammy Kerr, right (laughs) yeah i mean the movie isn't saying that metal did this but it also is saying metal did this which
0: that's the thing right (sighs) uh,
1: yeah (laughs) it's like okay then what the fuck am i supposed to think (laughs) yeah that was ultimately
0: the thing about it that did frustrate me is it didn't really seem to take a stand it kind of seemed to give both sides of the fence what they wanted to see that metal really was the bad guy and that also like oh no no metals metals not but yeah, it kind of is.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it kind of huh. is. And hi- Hidden Messages and Records, that's some nonsense made up by admin, but it's real. Yeah, but also <laughs> that does happen. Sammy Kerr's soul is held on this record.
0: also really love how this movie like totally Babe Ruthed it and bridged the gap between... Um, satanic panic and like pizzagate by like having him get flushed down a toilet
1: (laughs) it really tied the two together beautifully it's true yeah that is straight up satanic panic and pizzagate nonsense (laughs) right there all in one
0: scene dude yeah two terrible tastes combined into one
1: (laughs) just like you want water hurts him water hurts him. that's ultimately the
0: the solution is water
1: which is i mean come on Really? Like, seriously, that is so lazy. Yeah. Water hurts him. Like, I mean, we've seen that done before in other movies. Um, where, you know, gremlins or signs or all sorts of things where suddenly, you know, we got to fear water. But just like I think I said on gremlins, like, if it's a particularly, like, uh, high uh, moisture day... Just is he being harmed? Like if, if he walks out and there's a lot of humidity, is he like oh my fucking skin? Ah! Like, <laughs> like, I mean if I was him sense. I definitely
0: wouldn't be doing them fucking spin moves on stage, man. He's gonna work up a sweat. I'd be trying to stand real still. <laughs> exactly. Have some fans
1: blowing on me. <laughs> yeah. This guy yeah, water being a weakness is just it's I, I lazy. Know. Yeah. It's lazy. It's real. Are you talking lazy? about a guy
0: that used the power of our sweet Satan to contain part of his soul in an acetate yeah.
1: record? Like right. But and water will get. Him. But water yeah. will get you. Like yeah.
0: Not even like holy water. Like no. Just hose no. water. Yeah. Anything. No. Not
1: even like the power of love or something. Which again, the movie kind of sets up that's going to be an arc because this this poor woman Leslie is just throwing herself at Eddie constantly she's like oh i'm sad that they bullied you and eddie's like you fuck off you get out of here and she's (laughs) like oh eddie i want i want that dick and he's like how dare you (laughs) i'm
0: misunderstood
1: yeah yeah but like by the end it should be like you know like he he learns that he needs people in his life or whatever. And he's been pushing people out of his life and just obsessing over this guy, but he needs to accept like that that people care about him, people love him, and he needs to stop pushing the world away or whatever. No That's a none good of message. That. Nah, let's do that none one. <laughs> Yeah, it's I ridiculous. think one of
0: the one of the saddest things in this movie for me was that collateral damage, where that toaster got smashed for no reason at all. Wow! They're smashing yeah. all the radios and record players and all the shit, and then this poor toaster, the brave little toaster, brave
1: little toaster, takes a smash and <laughs> gets destroyed. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. misunderstanding. Can this Fuck place toaster, sound? Maybe
0: <laughs> let's smash it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I yeah, I'm I'm glad i watched this because yeah me you know, too i like a heavy metal horror movie but i'm also totally not impressed and i'm not like rushing to see it again
0: same and and i know that there's a lot of people out there that are like oh man this is like one of my favorites especially people that are a little older than us that were in high yeah. school and this came out i mean they were well, probably yeah. just so overjoyed to see to see uh, that fu- yeah yeah a fucking judas priest poster yeah. on a yeah. movie screen i mean that's and huge Ozzie representation Osborne
1: and all that stuff yeah all the things that like Yeah, I feel like there's, you know, this, this, if say in 2014, they released a movie about an evil SoundCloud rapper uh, (laughs) whose trap beats contained his soul. Yeah. Like, it would be the same vibe, though. Like, that's exactly, like, this is just, it's obvious that the people liked the thing enough that they could, like, definitely draw in an audience of people who also like the thing but uh they're not doing anything with it and they seem to just be jumping on a bandwagon of like oh metal metal's a thing that people are scared of so we'll make a horror movie about metal
0: right yeah totally totally man i get the nostalgia people have for it you know Uh, yeah oh absolutely i I just Uh, don't have it i didn't grow up in this time i I just watched it for the first time uh Mm -hmm. the other day so I don't have the nostalgia for it. As it is... I, I, do you want to rate it and get out the door?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's much more to say about it, there's honestly. There's not really. I mean, yeah.
0: for an hour 40-minute long movie, there's not, there's not all a lot that going much on. that
1: happens. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I kind of did enjoy the the pacing of it and that it was a little different than what I was expecting. I was just expecting a silly, over-the-top, uh, goofy, horror-metal uh, 80s movie. And it, it did... It, it did do something different than what my expectations had for it. So, I did enjoy okay. it in that way. Mm-hmm. Some of the shots were very artfully done at times, too. Again, sometimes oh, sure, unnecessarily yeah. so, where it's like, okay, we didn't have to go that introspective for this, but okay. I'm <laughs> glad you did, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and also, I meant to say earlier, Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne both did a great job with their parts.
1: Oh, yeah. Ozzy killed it. I was really surprised. Like, he's do- he's acting uh yeah. like he's really he's really pulling it off it's a, it's a different aussie than the one we're more culturally used to now
0: <laughs> definitely man yeah. so there were things about it i enjoyed but yeah maybe in a different time and place i would have had the nostalgia for this and, and loved it more but i think as it is i don't know maybe like a four and a half for me yeah that's
1: fair yeah yeah I, i'm i'm right around there i was gonna give it a four i think um you know, I, comparing it to other heavy metal horror movies, uh, it's not high on my list. But it's also a heavy metal horror movie, which I just like the genre in general. Same. So yeah, exactly. Sign yeah, me up. it's fun. Yeah, um, and it, it does have you know so many promising moments and things. And I do like the lightning effects that they did; those are cool. Yeah. Um, I you know uh, we've as we've said, I, I do wish it had more actual direction. Uh, uh actual focus and that there was a, a discernible like you know tone to it yeah, <laughs> um certain message too yeah. yeah yeah something something that we can take away from it uh would would be helpful i guess but it, other than that the aesthetic uh and all the metal stuff and whatnot and uh you know uh I, I always love to see forty-year-olds in high school, so that that's fun. That's one of the best things about '80s horror movies is you always. get to see forty-year-olds pretending to be seventeen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I just I'm not rushing to see this anytime soon. And if somebody was like, "Hey, do you have a heavy metal horror movie suggestion?" I'm not. I'm probably not going to say this one. Yeah, I'd say
0: Deathgasm yeah. or probably in Black Roses before this. Right? One.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Definitely so the yeah, gate. Definitely the gate above this, yes. For uh-huh. sure, man, for sure. Yeah.
0: But we want to know your thoughts about this one over on our Facebook group, our Instagram page, all of our social media outlets, which you guys can find using our Linktree page, which can also take you to the place where you can give us your dollar papers. Yeah, Patreon. that's
1: right. Uh-huh, patreon.com forward slash Dead and Lovely. Uh, head on over there, become a patron on any level. You get access to the Patreon-exclusive episodes, the episode of uh, Ben's Book Club uh, up there about... What was that... Book. I haven't read it Leech. yet, so I haven't listened. Leech. That's right. uh And we're, we're gonna have the uh um, critters hell rankers up very soon. uh If you come on Patreon on five dollar level, you get to submit a movie to the smoke and bowl like Heath did, and then we randomly draw them out of the smoke and bowl we cover that movie like we did yeah. just now. And, and, and it's a it's a joyous process, and everyone loves it. That's right. That yeah. is true.
0: So mm-hmm. don't delay. Sign up today. Check out the bonus goodies. And submit your movie for the next smoke and bowl drawing that we're going to do. Now, Steve, this week's movie was, uh-huh. I'm going to say, a pretty simple, low class kind of sure. movie. I say we get back to some highbrow, like A24 cork sure. sniffer, yeah, yeah, yeah. artsy kind of stuff. What do you mm-hmm. got for us next yeah. week?
1: Well, this one, I mean, uh, there's going to be a lot in this about, about loss and about what it means to be human. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, of course, talking about the 1980s masterpiece, Maximum Overdrive, <laughs> directed by week, we're, cocaine.
0: We're going to find out exactly who did make who. We're going to find out.
1: <laughs> we made you! Yes! yes,
0: dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I'm excited for this one. Such a yeah, stupid me too. fucking movie.
1: Yeah, 100% just uh, pure 80s cocaine. That's not Uncut. even a... That's not even, like, a, a theory. That is a confirmed fact yeah. that Stephen oh, yeah. King directed the movie entirely on co- cocaine. It does not remember it at all.
0: <laughs> so that'll be a fun one. So uh, rip some lines and uh, tune in for that one <laughs> next week where I'll Be Hell Your Good yeah. Buddy Uncle Ben.
1: And I'll Be Hollywood Steve. And we'll be dead and lovely.
0: Bye. 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 So, here lately, I have been trying to reset my circadian clock. Start going okay. to bed a little yeah. earlier, waking up a little bit earlier. Mm, I get that. And yeah. all that jazz. Making some progress with it. Make some progress. Yeah. But I still do that thing that I've always done, which is whenever my phone alarm goes off, uh-huh. fucking sleepy-ass me will just reach over and turn it off. Not hit snooze. Right. Turn <laughs> it off and just <laughs> right. go back to sleep. And I have uh-huh. no memory of it. It's like... right someone else is making the choice for me. And then I get really Mm -hmm. mad at that person because it is me, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So I've decided what I need to do is I need to, I don't know, maybe travel back in time to Mm -hmm. maybe like 16th, 17th century France. Okay. And I need to find a very skilled toy maker to build me a Lament Configuration phone case.
1: Okay. (laughs) So... you gotta solve the the whole thing to turn off the alarm or Exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh, okay. At nighttime the whole phone just is closed up in this lament phone case. Yeah. the end of the morning, uh-huh. yeah, the alarm goes off and I've gotta either solve the puzzle and I mean that's definitely gonna wake me up. Right. And if that doesn't, the, the hooks tearing through the walls and ripping <laughs> my flesh, that'll definitely yeah, wake that'll me up. That'll
1: probably wake you up, yeah. will get
0: you right out of bed right there. You yeah. Know?
1: I feel like Pinhead is not the type of guy that lets you like just roll over and, and nap for a few more minutes. Probably not, no. Yeah, no, uh-uh. he's like he's definitely like you called. We at, wait, are you falling asleep? Get the fuck up
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hooked. <laughs> I think it'll work. I think it'll get me yeah. out of bed for sure. In
1: life, he had trouble waking up. And then he, he got, he went to 16th century France, got a limit configuration phone case, and now he is <laughs> sleepy head. And I guess you have like <laughs>
0: yeah. a pillow for
1: a head. I don't know. <laughs> Always <his>
0: yawning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>